Hey everybody, it's Ben with Live from the Path. I just wanted to give you a quick heads up on this episode. Uh, we had brought the folks from Sober Soldiers in to have a conversation about their organization and their focus on addiction recovery, and it was a really fun time. Unfortunately, uh, our cacophony of hamster wheels and wrenches fell apart about 38 minutes in, and I didn't get the whole interview saved. So I, I hesitated to put out a partial episode, uh, but but knowing you, if you listen to the program, you one, you probably don't care. You're used to a cacophony or two. And two, uh, their message is important. I think their stories are very cool and important, and so I didn't want you to miss out on them. So I do hope you enjoy the episode. I apologize for the break at about 38 minutes in. You're just going to flow right into the next one. Um, but uh, anyway, thanks for listening to Live from the Path. If you want to know more about Sober Soldiers, uh, you can find them on Facebook. Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper, you are Live from the Path. Listening to live from the path. We're coming from the oh, yes, Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. Where? I got to the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper. Mike, knock knock. What? Uh, who's there? Live from the. Live from the who? Live from the path. <laughs> I thought of that all by myself. Got him. <laughs> Save to say that one for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's the, who's that? Who said got him? Well, you, did, you knew I was going to get zinged. <laughs> you knew it. You saw it was a setup. It was a good zing. Dang. <laughs> that was a perfect zing. Dang it. I got I got roused. Where's the where's that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to. We to add that in later. Okay. Do we need it live or can we do it pre-recorded? Is that no. fine? No, pre-recorded is lame. Hey, so here's the <laughs> here's what we heard. Um, I did it, now. This person. Let me say this. This person did not have the fortitude mm-hmm. to use the complaint line. Oh, oh man. They just they didn't have. It's a free complaint line. Yeah. I called it the complaint line because I know who you are and I know what you want to say. Okay. And I expected a call or a text on the complaint line, but I didn't get one. But here's the, here's the thing. I've heard tell uh, that we too often speak of the show as being terrible. Yes. And, I've heard that and, as well. And we got to give it up. Yeah. Okay. So here's, so here's what I'm going to say to that. Here's, here's my, my reaction. I'm going to do my very best to not spend any time saying how bad the show is. If you promise whoever you are, and, and plus the, everyone else. To be discerning, I shouldn't have to tell you that the show is bad. The truth will set you free. That's right. You should know this already. <laughs> I fear for your ability to take the world incorrectly that I have to repeat myself about it a lot. That's right. The podcast numbers are increasing. That's right. They it, should be going down. It doesn't make any sense how many people listen to the podcast. <laughs> this, is what, this is why it comes no. up, because I see the numbers and I say, good night. We've, we're, we've deceived people. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, no one's reading Hebrews, yeah. and they're just <laughs> plugging right in. That's right. <laughs> right. If, if anyone spent any time in James, they would hear the first <laughs> 30 minutes of the show and go, you know what? This isn't good. Yeah. This is like, a, to move like, on. like yeah. a tongue moving a ship the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, uh, so, anyway, so here, but here's the deal. I'm going to, I'm going to turn it back over to you, uh, brethren. I'm going to say, if you can handle and be discerning on your own and get some accountability to make sure you're acting discerningly. Okay. Then I will stop spending time reminding you that the show is bad and you should do something else with your time. Hey, uh, if people wanted to call that complete line, Ben, what's the, what's the digits? That's 515. If you're bold, if you're a bold man <laughs> or, or lady. lady. Yeah. 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 
if you're not just a couch harasser, <laughs> okay, you don't listen in your kitchen and drink your coffee and get irritated with me, you would call the complaint line or text 515-517-0085. That's 515-517-0085. That's the unbeknownst to him, Bob Eisenlauer complaint line. Yeah. Okay. I, swear, I really should call him and let him know that that complaint line is still named after him. Yeah, I think I I think it's an honor. I think he should. Th- I, he, I think he would take it that he, way. He, he would probably call and complain. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, fellas, I did not let you use my name for the complaint line. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's what we got going on the show tonight. Here's uh, uh, we're going to do a secular Solomon. Yeah, good. It's been a long time. It's been. I've have you been preparing? I have not been in the Solomon area of the Bible in probably a year. Okay. So, but you're free, you're freewheeling it. Yeah. You're 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 sleeping in on the day of the test. Yes, I, I I'm I'm hoping that my that my knowledge of old will bring itself forward and it will give itself away based on the language you use. Okay, so in months, let's start. Uh, TJ, let's start with you. How how long has it been since you've been picked? Since you read a proverb? In months. In months. I've read a proverb this month. Okay, right. one month. Hey, he's bringing a straight fire, Mike. And the shame. You're in trouble. And you, the shame lands that's over right. here. You're sitting on the, <laughs> you got the dunce cap on in the, in the corner. Yeah. And he's, he prepared. Yeah, I ordered one from Amazon just for occasions like this. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to wear an ill-fitting dunce cap, which is even more embarrassing. Okay, okay. What, I was, what, what about you? Cody? Cody, how, mu- how many months? You want me to embarrass myself now? Um, Mike's over a year. Yeah, I sit right next to you. Oh, I'm 37. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody got a calculator? 37 times 12. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm new to, uh, you know, having a walk in faith. Okay, so it's all right. I'm I'm actually, you know, starting off with a a disadvantage. I need a a teammate on this game. This is going to be great. Yeah. Now, here's the, the point of the game. The point of the game is to figure out how to sort things out. And here's the deal: you get a bunch of smug old dogs in the corner over here, thinking they can go a year without it. And I, I'm I'm putting I'm putting the ponies on on Cody. Yeah, I think he's yeah. going to take it. Yeah, I think he's going to take it. I ain't taking it on purpose. If that's what you're trying to wink and smile me into, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. No, I, I have a deeper disadvantage because, like, when I was a kid, I read the King James version. Here it is, the version. Yeah. Problem no, 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 this yeah. big deal. Because then I went to NIV for like 30 yep. years or whatever, and then I went to ESV, and I'm I most recently have been been using the Christian Standard version. It's just test driving that, and I'm like, so I'll, the words are important, and they change them. Right? They could throw it's, you it's off. the same meaning, but it's yep. like there's all these different words. I don't know, Dan. You've been playing that violin for have to 10 trust years. Me on that. <laughs> the old translation. Violin. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'll tell you what. So that's what we got coming up uh, a little bit later on the show. But so just so you know who the who the players are in the room, let's let's get to know uh, uh, the folks from Sober Soldiers. So uh, who, who who wants to who wants to snag it? Let's let's do like a just a general introduction on if if you hear the word Sober Soldiers, here's what you need to be thinking about. Uh, we're just a uh, uh, faith based family. Uh, uh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> we're, we're just a faith-based family uh, generalized around recovery and addiction help. You right know, help, helping people uh, that are struggling with uh, addiction. Um, awesome. Does it focus on any particular type of addiction or basically any, anything? Anything. anything. And, and, and our our family also includes the people that we've affected in our addiction. So, you know, not people that, you know, normal people, I guess you would say. Yep. That have family members that are in addiction. You know, they come to our meetings and stuff and they find out. Oh well, this is why this is like that. You know that they get a, a better understanding of addiction to learn how to help that family member yep. that's in active recovery. 
Gotcha. I really just want to jump in here and say I love this because usually I go first. So he sits back and prepares the whole time. So sitting back (laughs) and watching him stutter through this has really been inspiring to me. So I appreciate that. DJ, if you wanted to leave a comment about Cody, you can call the live from the Path Complaint Line. (laughs) (laughs) So what what started the ministry? What what, what kind of triggered um, Sober Soldiers coming into existence? Uh, the pandemic. Okay. Uh, so we went to, uh, we, we met in, um, in Prelude, which is a treatment facility on the east side of Des Moines. And, uh, there was, uh, unfortunately there were seven other or seven of us total and five of those people have, you know, they kind of went different ways. So we took this, um, we took this idea and turned it into what it is today. Um, while we're in this treatment facility in, in, uh, along with their structured program, they kind of tell you, you know, after, after this 28 days, you need to either be in program A or program B. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, name names and cause chaos with that yep. way, but uh, you could probably guess what they are. And um, and so in 28 days, you can't decide what program is going to work quick. for you. You're, you're still trying to get that cloud out of your mind. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say on this. Are you guys editing no, out fire later? At it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a recovering meth addict. Yeah. Sure. When I went to treatment, I was homeless and... um. I really didn't have an uh, uh, understanding of who I was or where where the heck I was even at right. at, the, at the time of meeting. So twenty eight from there to twenty eight days to choose a recovery program for the rest of my life that yep. I'm going to follow, you know, whatever steps or guides or you know sponsorship or whatever I'm doing for doing that and tw- to do that in twenty eight days seems almost. Unheard of. Right. Was, How would you even know the difference, right? You're like, exactly, I live exactly. this way, and you're telling me there's options to live another way. I don't understand any of those. You right. haven't even read the Proverbs. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> no? Give me a damn break. <laughs> so, so, uh, so basically what, what we offer, you know, and, and uh, you know, this is my take on what Silver Soldiers is, and everybody has their own opinion, you know, as far as what, it, what value it brings to their life. My my opinion is when we're in active addiction we hurt a lot of people but the ones that are closest to us our our close blood family is the ones we hurt the most Mm -hmm. and um so sober soldiers is for me it's a recovery family of people that love me for for the um you know for the ex-meth addict i am yep and the and you know the guy that stutters and doesn't know how to read proverbs and get all these words out right you know and and so so uh basically it's just a giant recovery family of people that love me until I learned how to love myself that is right on right that's yeah. how god does it that, yeah. yeah yeah that's very cool uh, I, I was told to move this microphone like this, but how do I drop it? Yeah. <laughs> no, we had to tie it up from the last guy that was in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dropping it and broke it. Drop yeah. the mic moments really just have to be uh, voiced over so you go and dropped. And oh, then, okay. then, then we right. know. Then we know what happened. All right. Well, that was just one. Of the... <laughs> and dropped. Yeah. But yeah, to me, that's what happened. I mean, and um, as far as, you know, uh, I, I'm new to this. Um, this uh, I was just uh, baptized uh, last summer. Yeah. And. Um, uh, you know, I was the, uh, you know, growing up, I went to several different denominations of church. So my understanding of it was like, why, you know, yeah, I, right. you know, I went from, from Lutheran to Christian to Seventh-day Adventist. And then like, there was this time period where my mom's picking weeds and she's like, you know, and I'm young and being a smart ass. And she's like, well, I'm like, where where do you go when you die, mom? She's like, you just rot in hell, and she's over there picking. Or, you know, she's thanks, mom. You know, and so so my my understanding of my understanding of a god or a higher power or whatever you choose to call it has 
has come to me on my terms. It took 30 some years yep. to, for me to, uh-huh. to truly believe something that's greater than myself. And, and, and that's what Zobra Soldiers has also done for me. It's allowed me the opportunity to see multiple ways of living yep. in, in, with the healthy standards and morals. And that's, that's where, how I got to this chair tonight. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's a great story. And so, 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 TJ, what's your does your, is your story similar? Would differ? Um, how how, do, how would you describe Silver Soldiers? I would have to agree with with him on everything with Silver Soldiers. Um, the the difference between uh, Cody and I, I think you know, uh, we both lived a different lifestyle when we were when we were stuck in our addiction. You know. He'll tell you the story about how he used to be under a bridge and beg for change, and I kind of lived the fast lifestyle and had the money and was at the casinos, but we both met and ended up at, at the same place, right. and that was the treatment center we were at. And and then in my belief, you know, that's a God moment. I've had a lot of God moments in my life where, um, I mean, I had congestive heart failure before this. My heart was working at 16%. Another God moment that, you know, I should have— recognized when I was out in Mercy Hospital and I was the youngest one on the heart floor. Yep. And, um, you know, I went out and tested the waters again, but I believe that that kind of lined up, you know, the God moment for us mm-hmm. to cross paths. We came from two different lifestyles, but we came to the same conclusion that we needed to change our lives. And, um, you know, with um, with where we are, you know, our main slogan is God and recovery must come first. You know, we figure... Without God and placing God in recovery, our family or nobody else is going to have us in their lives. Yeah. So we kind of, like he said, take took it off on that from the pandemic. All the meetings when we first got out kind of shut down. And, um, you know, we want to do a little more. So from our sober living house, we kind of went live feeds on the basement. So we were bringing, you know, people to a meeting still. Or they're, you know, we're just kind of kind of doing what we're doing here, but just on Facebook Live. And yep. people just kind of tend to take off and take off. And, you know, now our Facebook group has, you know, we have 2,500 members. And we have we represent twenty nine states and three countries, so wow. it's really really taken off. And then towards the end of the pandemic, our church, our home church, reached out to us and really loved what we did and supported what we're doing. And so now we hold a live in person meeting every Thursday night at seven p.m. at Western Wide Open Bible. We have been you know, and God's just brought more blessings and more blessings. Like people puzzles, you know, He's putting together a large puzzle. Like our story's already written. We understand that that it's it's already laid out for us. And if we follow the right path and just continue to do, you know, the next right thing, continue to, you know, do what we're supposed to be doing in life, that it, it's written for us. And, uh, you know, and God brings in pieces like he's brought in CJ. You know, we are the we were kind of the faces of sober soldiers, but she is she's the, the brains of sober soldiers. Uh-huh. We'll give her that, you know, and she has, a, you know, amazing story, huge recovery time. And she just, you know, so now she's taken over to um Every other Saturday, we go into the Bernie's halfway house, and these girls bring a, a women's empowerment meeting. You know, um, and we're blessed. Also, since we've done so much with Prelude, um, coming out of there and being—I mean, I guess—being successful with you know recovery and bringing people, we go back in there every Friday night and bring a sober soldiers meeting into them nice. and treatment facility. You know, and I've been to a lot of treatment centers in my life um, to know—I mean, a few times, of course—to know that. Um, you know, when I went in there in 2004, they find a higher power if you have to pray to a doorknob, pray to a doorknob. Yeah. Um, and and that was just absurd to me. I was blessed with a with a praying grandmother and a grandmother drug me to church and it's still the same church that's opened our doors to, to my group now and that sits by me every night in, in the Sober Soldiers. Every Thursday night she sits next to me and she's prayed many, many prayers to get me to where I am. And she's actually taken the Sober Soldiers family and the family environment, like he says, is just um, just amazing. We got we got a lot of people just that didn't know God. And back to my prelude story. I mean, 
we're the only group that really, um, you know, I've sat through a lot of meetings and stuff, but we go back into the rooms of the treatment center and we talk about God. We talk about Jesus Christ and we can mention those things. And we've had multiple people say that's why they like coming to our meetings because you can say God or Jesus Christ. You don't yep. have to label him a and higher power. And in the same sense. And maybe the effie. You, and, and that's the that's the, that's the the beauty of it. And sorry to interrupt, but that's huh. the beauty of it. You can take someone that's in a mindset in that 28-day mind frame coming off of a 10, 20, 12, whatever year, you know, addiction with yep. that cloud in their head and they can they can understand God and still be themselves and still be accepted with the family we have to offer. Right on. Sorry to interrupt. No, I, but just, I, I mean, like right you said, and just the blessings we get from going back in there Friday and then, you know, they get out, they come to our meetings and, and some of them never, you know, heard about Jesus Christ. Some have never been to inside of a church, think that, you know, they got the, the mindset that they're going to catch on fire when they walk in and, and they realize when they walk in under our doors with us, they're, the way the church treats us is just full of love and acceptance, and that's what we do to them, you know. And we had um, a close family member of our Sober Soldiers family, Tracy Dawson. You know, her cousin was lost in the motorcycle accident on East 14th, and we were able to oh, take a Sober Soldiers family over there for the balloon release. And that just, it means a lot to people that, you know, that we're that family. We're going to show up to the funerals. We're going to show up to the hospital if you need us. And, and we have that kind of, you know, the biggest thing that's really taken off on our page lately is the Facebook Live button. So we have people just going live all the time. Um, we have a guy by the name of Toby, Toby Johns. He's a, he thinks he's Toby Worldwide. He uh-huh. gets up every, every morning at 5.15, and he does you know a live feed. He reads scripture to the group, to people. Um, he gives daily motivation for about 30 minutes each and every morning. So just the interaction, you know, and the people hit live button all weekend long. We took, we were babysitting while she took a, another girl, Stephanie's daughter, Stephanie, to the power in, or women empowerment at Bernie's and, we had the, we babysat the daughter and then we took them to uh, took her to Sam's Club. We went live around Sam's Club the whole morning and just sharing what we do in recovery now. What we, you know what we're entrusted with. Even Sunday morning, you know, we took over the daycare at church so all the moms could go up. Nice. We're entrusted with 15 kids now, and, yeah. and these are benefits of you know following God and, and being in recovery. Things that um, that we enjoy to do. And we know enjoy doing right now in our life. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically what sober soldiers about. Boy. Boy, that's a that's a lot going on. I I love um, I love seeing the church be the church. Let me put it yeah. that way. Yep. I love seeing the church be the church. Um, and 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 uh, having people so, sometimes what they what they miss with either what they think about what church is, or sometimes what the church has done to be a barrier um, for 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 people to get a shot to see what I feel like I see. Like when I see the people of Jesus, right? Like I have a reaction to it. I've been in the church for most of my life. And like sometimes people will explain or, or, or talk about an interaction with the church. I'm like, boy, I just, that isn't what I see when I look out. And I have a lot of grace for it, right? Because I, I, I know who I am. I know how, what God has done for me. Um, but sometimes like uh, it's, just, it's just so hard sometimes because we've been human as a church um, or because we've overstepped our... Um, our responsibility and, and, and took taking God's throne for a ride um, and, and caused some some separation from folks. It's um, I love I love to hear stories of where people actually got to interact with what the church looks like to me and what I think the church looks like to Jesus and like like what he has it right. what he intends for it to be and for it to do um, and and all of its imperfection and all of his rescue in it for people to actually get to do that and to do it through what you guys are doing. Right. Like I love it. I love to be able to hear that. So uh, he, we, we we watched that chosen show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and um, uh, we watched. We we shared this segment. We so we went in front of our church uh, at West Des Moines Bible. We went in front of them and shared 
with um, a youth group or something like that. I that was our mission statement. We were the, the mission of the month. Yeah. What we were, so we were the mission statement for the month for our church yep. and we shared with, and, and there was a youth group there and stuff. And the video that we played was um, the leap lepers, the lepers. Yeah. Yeah. So how everybody was like, get away, get away, get away. But he walked right up to that dude and he's like, what's up? Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's kind of yep. how we, that's kind of how we, I'm not saying we're like Jesus in that sense that we just, you know, have no care for our well-being and just approach anything, but we have that mindset in that heart where we, you know, anybody can come to our group and we yep. open arms. Yep. Yep. The, 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 the type of things where people feel like there could be a separation, it, it's the type of thing that the people of Jesus are about. It's, it's, it's always, it's, it's always, I, I probably shared this on the show before, but there's a, there's a really cool book by a guy named Rodney Stark called The Rise of Christianity. And like, he talks about, you know, how do you, how do you go from 12 Twelve disciples, well, eleven <laughs> disciples, right? And to, to to like this, the largest kind of belief system in over three centuries, and like it's it, he ties it back to all these examples of the church being the church, and like a really good one is is uh, at the time where the the Black Plague is going around, like people are fleeing, where the people are getting sick and they're and they're dying, the families are leaving. They're like, we can't, we don't want to expose ourselves to this. We got to get out of here. And when everyone else was leaving. It was the people of Jesus that were going in and they go in and they're providing care and they're sitting with people. And some of those some of the Christians are dying, too. But I tell you what, the guys who survived the Black Plague, you know, who's telling that story? And you know how many people they're telling it to? Who was there for me? Yahweh was there for me. God right. was there for me. And and then now the families that left, now they're hearing how someone came in and risked themselves just like Jesus himself did um, to save another human. And they're like, OK. I, I see that I don't just hear it. I see it. I see God using people in, in, in these lives to otherwise do these things. And like similarly, the practice of, uh, of exposure, like if someone had a kid that they didn't want and just setting the kid kind of out on the outside to die overnight for either the animals to get or just, the you know, of, of the overnight, they just wouldn't survive. Um, and it was the Christians who put the parties together at 10, 11 o'clock at night, and they'd just go looking around. And they'd see the kids who were abandoned, they'd pick them up, and they'd adopt them. And, like, every major adoption agency, every major hospital, every major college in the United States, Western Europe, either, even in the East, were started by Christians. Like, these Christians doing, walking around doing the stuff that we're supposed to do, uh, and people actually being able to engage in it. We've, we, we, get, we get tied up in a war of ideas a lot. Um, and it matters. Here's the deal. I think your theology matters. I think what we believe about God matters. I think where you're yeah. getting that information matters. Um, but people's, people's barriers start to break down when they, when they smell Jesus and don't even know it. Yeah. When they right. ran into God, when they ran into the church of God, like that's why Adam and Eve are created to be God's idols, the, the representation of God on earth to do the things that God would do if he were standing right there. And like, we retain that in the image of Jesus. And like, People don't even know that they ran into Jesus when they see his people doing this, like this type of thing, when they can feel it. And then they're open and then they can actually hear words that they couldn't hear before because the actions made sense. It didn't seem shallow. It didn't seem hollow. It felt they said, oh, now I saw that. How do I understand that? Well, here's the words that will help you understand that. And they're like, well, hot dang. Now I'm feeling it. Now I get it. And now and that's and bo- and like it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming when you when. When the church is being the church, without some of those barriers, either societal or otherwise, um, you, you get to see the, like the spirit walking around, <laughs> walking around and flipping the world upside down, and it's it's awesome. It's just awesome. 
So, um, you guys, as, you, as the fellows were talking, you heard uh, you can find Sober Soldiers on Facebook. That's Sober, and then Soldiers with a Z at yeah. the end. You find that's distinct. Yeah. You can find it, and then you can join. There's like the Facebook page, and then there's the private group. Now, do you have to be some other affiliation or whatever to get into the private group, or you just got to ask? And no, the and, private, the private, the the reason for the private group is when we had first started, we were local to you know yep. Moines and the people that we had just started to get to know, and there, you know, people come to us with um, you know relationship. Yeah, uh, and this and that. So, and you know, then you get the bots. The oh yeah, um, you know, and we still get them filtered in sometimes. But the, the re- so the reason why it's private is like you can't just look it up and join. Yeah, you you have to be, you know, you have to answer a series of like, do you agree to this group rules questions? Yeah. So and and it kind of helps us too. So if, if one of the group rules is broken. Like, we don't have to feel guilty for being like, hey, you broke the rules. You, right. you don't get to be a part of this <laughs> right. anymore. Right, so. right, right. Okay. Okay, yeah. yeah, so you can find now, if you go to the Facebook page, you can, uh, uh, they're, they're posting. I saw some some encouraging, uh, some encouragement post, um, and there's there's a website launch coming up. Yes. Big website. Yeah. Is it SoberSoldiers.com? Or, like, what's it going to be? SoberSoldiers.com, so. yeah. I believe so, Okay. Yeah. The page is about done, and it should be launching. This week. This week, maybe this, this week. week. Yes, should, what, should so be. what can what what do people see? Um, what they go to the website. What are they going to be able to find out there? Uh, well, basic information. Okay, you know, uh, emails, address, direct contacts to you know because you know we, we're put our, we put ourselves out there. We don't want to just become the person that you know had these ideas and didn't do anything about it. So yeah, right. Our our direct cell phone numbers and emails will be on this page, um, and then um, you know we're eventually rolling into. Uh, uh, opening up a, a a men's three quarter living house, which is a, a you know a transition home from coming from prisoner treatment. Yep. Uh, so updates about uh, applications for getting into that home will be on there. Um, probably testimonies will be on there. People, you know, personal written testimonies. You know, that won't be paid actors like Pepto Bismol or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going this, on this, with Pepto Bismol. I would do that for free. <laughs> yeah. So, so testimonies from people, and then um, you know, we, we got we do all kinds of events, and that's where TJ likes to shine. He likes to talk about our events. We do all kinds of uh, family gatherings where, you know, who knows what you know a bonfire could turn into. You know, hanging out till three o'clock in the morning, just like you guys were speaking about, and, yep. and and we're not doing anything wrong. We're just having fun, sober or clean or however you say it. And we're we're not we're not causing any problems for the community. We're not harming ourselves besides a little little bit of less sleep, but everybody's smiling and loving each other. And that's, nice. I know the biggest thing we have coming up though is the June fifth. We have the one year sober soldiers anniversary. You know, we do a lot of things like tubing. And and just like he said, a lot of family events, and you know, I guess the the biggest benefit, one of the biggest benefits, this has brought to my family. You know, I was known the radio station we were on earlier. You know, my daughter made a comment, and that's just a family environment, and it lets her, you know, see other people's. Because not only were you helping, like we said, you know, he said at the beginning, the addicts, the addicts or the alcoholics or anybody with any problem out there, but we're helping the people that you know that we've affected, the the family members that are still dealing with the addicts and that are still hurting, <laughs> and then we are. Uh, and then um and then you know the kids are hearing more you know like my my daughter you know she's 23 years old and and i put her through a lot of a lot of crap and you know she's realized now that i was just lost and hurting too and i and i needed time to find god and you know and i wake up every morning now and get my scripture now you know i got my grandson coming around the house falling asleep with the bible on his his chest and you know he they come out and they want me to read a little scripture to them in the morning and so it's just little steps of what God's doing and, and, and you know, um, 
I want to say like just leaving, you know, something positive behind for them, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, um, it's just really changed my life. My relationship that I have with Jesus Christ and he is, is more powerful now than I ever have. You know, my, I, I'm still blessed to have my grandparents. I do my, my grandpa's, you know, uh, coming, you know, it's getting close for grandpa. Yeah. And he, you know, he kind of realizes it and, um, I'm ready in my life and in my mindset and with, with what I believe now and what I'm doing, I, I can handle that a lot better. And I know where he's going, you know, and, yep. and I can be the backbone the family needed me to be all the time. And, and that's just because of the people in my life that I surround myself with these days and that are helping, you know, helping this sober soldier family. And not only these two here is we, we got, you know, our meetings come consistent about, you know, average of 50, 55 people every week. And it's new people rotating in, you know, we do a testimony every second Tuesday or second Thursday, excuse me, of the month. And it's always a new testimony. And we're, you know, we were booked till February with testimonies. And oh, man. it's just, mm. it's just powerful what God is doing with this group and this family. You know, we got a lot of people that are just, you know, hurting and just, you know, incarcerated. They got their spouse incarcerated and just don't understand because they've never, you know, been in addiction or they've never used. Right. They just come to our meetings to hear, you know, hear stories and so they can relate and, you know, we and and then they, they, you know, we get so many messages. It talks about how inspiring it is and how they're feeling different and how you know God's they believe God's working. They're reaching out to people that they never thought they'd speak to again. So God's working through this group, and you know, and we're just we're just here to manage it. What it comes down yeah. to, I feel like we're we're just the managers of God's ultimate vision, and uh, we're blessed just to be a part of it, really. Boy, I love I love um, when you're talking about your daughter and and that last thing you were sharing too. Um, to see um, God able to repair things yes. that like in concept, like I didn't know could be rescued. You felt, cause like even like at the time you figure out, like if you've, if you've ever been in situations for you guys that are listening, like I, I'm sure that you guys can relate in some way or another where you've done, you've caused harm in someone's life. And you're like, even at the time where you see it rightly, you know, boy, I just, I know that I'm responsible for that. And I caused it. It didn't mean that there was a clear path for redemption in that relationship like there you just didn't know if it could be put back together even if you owned it in the way that you probably should um and 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 i just just to see god say you're welcome like yeah. you, just to see yourself rightly and say look i don't know much i just i know that i need you let's start there and then god goes all right now those things that you you tore down that you didn't even realize you were tearing down Watch me help you rebuild. Like what a yeah. what a cool thing to be a part of. And that, that was the thing I've been most thankful just over the last few months. I've been praying differently. Um, a lot of times I think I orient my prayer on God. Will you you know hey thanks and then can you do blah 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 you know. Yeah. And I think like one of the things that I've been trying to just in my mind think about differently is that like boy I'd really like to see this. Can I can can I be thankful for what God allows me to to see? I got to see. Um, I got to see four baptisms at church this week, right? Like, I, how thankful. Like, I, I didn't do any of that, I, but I got to see God work in it. And, like, that's a real blessing. And then, like, just just some relationships, things where I thought it was our—Mike uh, and I have both had this, where this is our burden to go in there and, like, they're going to meet Jesus and we're got to do it. We're going to be in there helping. Um, and then people are to meet Jesus and, and because God sent someone else completely different. And you know what? I don't, I don't care at all. What an awesome thing to be able to see. God, thanks for thanks for putting that the thing that I'm praying on on my mind so that I know when you answered it, so that I could actually see it. Because, I mean, obviously God's working in all this stuff with things I don't even get to see. But, like, how thankful to be able to watch that happen and go, yeah. through no other means was that going to occur. 
and thank you for letting me see it and know that like you reached in and you touched a situation that I couldn't have repaired on my own. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I just I, I love that, and that's happened to me too. Like I've I've broken relationships, or I've broken situations. I'm like I don't I don't see a clear path to put that together, and then like. God finds a path that I didn't conceive, as He would, (laughs) you know. And so, boy, I love uh, I love hearing those stories. It's the thing that puts you back down to prayer, right? Like, like it's an amazing spot that God allows you to be in. That goes almost everything you look to go out and do, and you're like, I can't. Just so we're clear, I can't do this without you, right? I I don't. I literally can't go. It doesn't matter whether I show up with like the sweet words or the sweet whatevers, and and like I know enough people in recovery and have been around uh, personally. I mean, a, a ton of folks uh, where addiction's an issue and like they end up in a program where like it's it's you focused, right? Like it's all about you. And like, boy, it tends to start breaking them down, right? Because you keep failing, right? Like it's what addiction is. Like you, you, you're like, you do so well and then all of a sudden you fail and you're like, oh, I'm the worst. You know, and, all, and the only person you have to, to look at is you. And like you just, you implode, right? You implode on yourself and you're like, why am I so bad at this? Why I want to do better and I can't do it on my own steam. And like the whole time, Jesus just hanging back and like, if you just, you just need me, just let me, let me do, right? And then, and then, then you let Jesus do. And then you just start handing more and more over and you're like, you know what? I don't even want to do. I just want to watch you do. You tell me what I can do so I can watch you do what you do. Because you get, you get to feel the Holy Spirit move. And, and it was just like Ben saying, like there's, there's there's folks that like, I mean I can't uh, how many times like how late at night and how many times you picked them up from the wrong place and how many times you figured this will help you know if we do this and 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 it was always going to be Jesus and it was always going to be His work and it was and it was always you trying to meddle in the middle of it you know like good heartedly but you were wrong right like you, right. it wasn't you it was it was God's to do and like I, if if there's one thing that's that's happened in my life that I've been more just gracious to God and, and, and praising him for the things that he's done is realize that like, I'm not as big as part of a plan as I thought I was. I thought I was a real big deal in this thing, you know, like I was going to act a certain way and then this was going to happen. And like, uh, but just to be thankful to, 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 to be on my knees every morning and go, I literally can't go to work and do what you're asking me to do without you. I can't be a good dad. I can't be the dad at all. You designed me to be, if you're not going to be there, I can't be the husband that you always wanted me to be if I don't let you do the things you want to do. So, uh, and then, and you get to watch him fulfill those things and you get, get to watch a whole life change. And you're like, I don't even recognize you. I, I there's, a, there's a, a friend of mine that like, he struggled with addiction. I mean, he still does. Oh, everybody, right? Like you got it, you got it. And, and, and he struggles with it. And then, then he met Jesus. And like, I was, I was going to go out and pray with him, you know, and, and it always been me praying, you know, and he was going to pray this time. And like, I couldn't stop crying. Like the guy, I mean, it was, it was one of those prayers that it was, I mean, it was the Holy Spirit talking and I'm like, I could not have been more trying to listen to what he was saying, but trying to thank God at the same time, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, I don't know how you did. I mean, I knew you could do this. You've always said you could do that. You say you do these things and I feel ashamed that I didn't believe you, but listen to this guy, just pour his heart out uh, to God, asking for help, acknowledging who he was and, and, and what Jesus did in his life. And I'm like, what an amazing thing to be a part of. And, And you guys are like right in the smack middle of it. And yeah. what, what a, just an awesome way to spend your time. You know what I'm saying? What an awesome way to spend your days. Yeah. So, so that makes me think, you know, do you have, is there any particular, um, and you can be, you can be cautious with names or situations if you feel like you need to, but like, um, anytime in the last year where, where like, it just caused you to stop and go, I had no idea this was going to 
and be able to be part of something like this, this type of change. Every see this day. Type. Every day. Every yeah. single day I wake up, man. And what, It's so crazy that you just spoke about what you were just talking about, how like, how like just God was looking over your shoulder the whole entire time. Like we're fighting through this addiction. I was just talking about this on the radio show today, how the whole time I was homeless, um, I, you know, why am I by myself? I'm by, I'm by myself. You know, I, I, I'm doing this on my own. If I, I wouldn't be alive today if I, you know, if he wouldn't have been protecting me in some way, shape or form. And it took me releasing control of my life to him in order to come through that addiction and be in the shoes I am in today. Yep. So yeah. every single day is there's a, there's, you know, there's, you know, names and stories and things that happen every single day. It makes me thankful for the position I'm in. Yeah. I'd have to agree with him. Just like inspiring messages that we receive and stuff every single day. I feel blessed, but I have to kind of agree with you. I had to change my, my prayer patterns up a little bit too. And, and, and be grateful with, you know, for what I have, I've had, some unlofty prayers praying for this dogecoin to go to the moon <laughs> and, uh, and today lie. the trombones <laughs> came out just grateful for what's all going on in my life that's good you know and i had yeah. big dreams for dogecoin to make the sober soldiers neighborhood <laughs> and um you know i'm still hanging in there but i'm still holding on wait but. mike did you sell the doge no i held tight i sold it last time i thought it was gonna go great and uh, I got back in. Here's the deal. I've been rocking that Robin Hood gave you 20 free bucks or whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. It started at five, right? They give yeah, you five dollars of free yeah. stock. I, I haven't put a dime into this thing. I'm letting their five dollars just keep on working. Mm-hmm. And I left it in the doge, and I might be around 40, and I'm super pumped. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's so we invested a little in doge, and we had big dreams over the weekend. That snow came on. <laughs> you know, I, I went to sleep that night, and I'm just, you know, I'm, that's probably not, if, if it's God's will, it'll work out. But everything that's blue. Blessed is the blessed we have in this recovery family and what, you know, um, what we're able to do right now, you know, because in reality of it is, you know, um, we've had a lot of, we've been to a lot of funerals this last month and, yeah. you know, a uh, close person to me told me, you know, that would be, um, get a suit. We were going to a lot of funerals, a lot of weddings if you're going to be in recovery. And we've been to three funerals over the past month and it's been, you know, uh, just, I'm very grateful to still be alive and, you know, and, and really to not be in federal prison or prison right. away from my children. You know, I've got a lot of friends that are um, sentenced to a lot of federal prison time. And uh, in reality, it, you know, th- that that lifestyle, they could, they could take your life, your life, or, you know, you could be locked away. And um, not that you couldn't find God there because, you know, you can. And, yep. and I truly believe that. But I'm just very grateful. You know, I feel like God has a purpose for me out here. And, um, it's just another, another one of those God moments that this is what I need to be doing now. And I feel blessed to have these two on my side. Blessed that we met the pastor today to invite <laughs> us here. And now I'm blessed to meet you guys. I mean, it's just like everything that's going on is just, it's just getting better and better in our lives. And, and even if it's not financial, it's just the, the connections and the, you know, just getting people to, you know, know about sober soldiers and giving them the opportunity. <clears throat> There's a lot of people out there struggling. I mean, from the pandemic and being locked up and, um, and as, like I said, the, one of the biggest benefits is if you don't feel comfortable coming out to our meeting, just click and go to the page on Thursday yep. night at 7 p.m. and watch it live. And we interact. His phones usually recording, so we interact with the people that cannot make it or the people that you know don't feel comfortable coming out yet, and uh, just try to involve them as well. So yep. that's really you know it's it's truly a God thing. It's truly a blessing to be a part of what we're doing. Yeah, that word purpose hits home. Yeah, you know, like I lived the majority of my life, you know, if my, my, I, you know, I don't have complete time to go into my whole childhood and trauma and all that, but to come out on this end of it with a purpose, you know what I mean? To not 
you know, I've had I've I've had family members that shot themselves yeah. and hung themselves. Suicide runs deep in my family, and yep. addiction runs deep in my family. And so to come out of the other end of all. 